Everybody, big Echo Con today. We went. It was off the hook. We liked it. You know, we're done. Oh, wait, you guys also, you guys have to say something else, too? Um, yeah. Possibly. Hold on. Petey? Yeah, you're here. a funny guy. Kyle is here. You're a funny oh, guy. man, Professor BX. Well, so, what do you think about the um, Comic-Con today, guys? The con isn't over. The con That's was a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. It's crowded. This is the biggest, play. this was the biggest big Apple con that I've been to, and I've been to every con within, I think, the last eight years. Mm. Okay, but I, this, I mean, I mean... I have never had to stand on so many lines. I have never seen it so jam-packed. And I don't know what they... I mean, it's a combination from the stuff they did this year. They did have the big names. You had Starenko. Roy, I mean, Roy Thomas, I didn't believe that so many people would come out. There was a line that was just never-ending for Roy Thomas. Stanley, unfortunately, Say couldn't make they it. Do. They filled in with Jim Lee. Jim Lee drew the people out. Mm. You know, it, I, I, was I was pleasantly... I was pleasantly shocked at just how you know successful this Saturday was. Not saying that at any time that the Big Apple cons haven't been successful, but the population, the amount of people this year was really, really surprising. They, I'm not certain exactly what they did. You know, just all the stars aligned and Carbonaro got married, so maybe this was just some good will, good look well, coming towards him. But it was like that. a people. Now who is that? Now he's like an art dealer, comic dealer, art dealer. Mike Carbonaro. That's yeah, this is his con. He's been doing this for. Okay. Mm. He's been doing this forever. You know, I came, I did, I, went, I know I went to some when I was in school, and then some more, and then it became like a regular con goer. But he's been doing this, literally, he's been doing, this is the oldest com, uh, com, comic book pop culture con in New York City, without a doubt. And it's been going on for some, t mm -hmm. it, it, it's been going on for some time. I won't even say the numbers, because I'll be wrong. But it's been going on for a while. Well, it's, it's also one of the, it was, it was tough to navigate, though, because you get in, mm -hmm. And then you either go one flight, and you got all some of the comic dealers, and the, some of the, definitely the talent is great. And then you go to the basement; they have some stuff going on that, and you go all the way to the 18th floor. You got to go back in, but otherwise, that it was it was a lot of fun. A lot of but, fun. But um, did did you get to talk to Jim Lee when you brought you brought some books to him? Or? No, I just you know I shook his, I got to shake his hand, oh, told okay. him I really enjoy his work, but oh, it was right. such a long line. I don't like doing that. Until we met Jim Steranko. Yes. yes, Jim Steranko. And what did he? And what does he do? What, co what comics does he do? Jim Steranko. Yes. Yeah, so are you being serious? So our, our he do, audience he, uh, can he know. He does Captain America. He did. Captain Jim Steranko. Jim Steranko is a legend. Okay, this is a legend. If you don't know the name Jim Steranko, you're one of these versus no, battle guys no, over here who just cuts no, out no, the scans so you can win an argument. We're not trying to complain about Okay, right we're talking now. Hulk Annual Number One. Okay, even though Mighty Seraphin changed the face, we're talking Captain America 110, Captain America 111. Classic covers, and of course, all the stuff he did on Shield. Jim Steranko was this incredible. He was like this, little this fusion, this synergy of Cur like Kirby and Neil Adams just decided to like bam, and then you get to see everything on those covers. Some dynamite art. Ch I mean, it was it, if you got to the interiors, psychedelic stuff. Like the pages were just dripping with imagination. If you don't know the James Strzenko, you gotta go over there, pick up the yes, books, okay, you gotta read worried. it, you've gotta see <laughs> the art, okay? I, I won't come over here and say anything yeah, paternal. Thank you. So <laughs> one, one good thing I saw Strzenko when you were on the line is that, I mean, he was very personable. Yes. While there. He mm. took the time to, to sit down, every, to, to, to talk to you, told you stories, why. you know, took whatever information you wanted to talk to. Yeah, we're gonna hang out. And yeah. He's, he's gonna he's, change he's, my <laughs> life. <laughs> he was pretty good, okay? I mean, that, and that's not necessarily 
what most comic book um, artists do, you know, because of course well, there's no time. Exactly, there's, there's no, no time. time. It feels like they're not connecting. He's like, I bought the book, you know, but it's like he made the time. He, well, he actually made the time with us because we went to the we went to the wedding that was on Friday night. Yeah, and we were, you know, it's all pretty awkward. You know, it's we're, tough. You know, pretty angry. <laughs> he was a little angry, but they also said that Starenko was going to give away the bride. And then he hadn't shown up, but I guess as he went upstairs, he kept running into people. Because when we exited, he was right out there, yeah. saying, shaking someone's hand, talking to them for two seconds. He talked to us for two seconds, and he asked us, "You're going to be there tomorrow, right?" And right. we were like, "Yep." And then mm -hmm. we got to meet him too. It took yeah. us a while, but we, you know, at the yeah. same time, we get to see as much cosplay as we wanted. We get people took pictures and whatnot. Yeah. The sad thing is that Starenko comes over there and tells me this. You know, he told, both of us were there. He yeah. tells this real dynamite story. And you think, uh, on one hand, I felt so guilty because there's this line over there of all these people waiting. But it's like, I want to hear this story. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get this chance again. <laughs> I'm not going to get this opportunity. And these guys are not, uh, these guys are not young anymore. Okay. So, yes. you know, Stanley couldn't make it because, and we hope you get better, Stan. We really yes. do. He could not make it because of his health. Mm. And you just can't take it for granted. These are guys mm. where... I mean, I'm never going to get to shake hands with Herman Melville. I'm never going to get to sit down with Mark Twain and really have a good discussion about Huckleberry Finn. But I can meet Jim Starenko, okay, and hear about how this story was put together or ask questions about the art. And there's a lot of those human connections that we just don't get to do anymore as comic book readers and comic book fans. A lot of times it's just, hey, let me get the signature. Let me get it graded. Okay, can you get it back to me fast track? Let me get the money. And then on to the next thing. And, you know, for most of us who've been longtime readers, it's about the story. It's about the art. It's about the imagination. And getting to see that person who put it on the page is just so bloody rewarding. Well, also, I think there's other because. You know, me and Big Business were taking a lot of pictures and also being able to interact. And when we were online for the, was it CB for the comic grading? CGC. Yeah, yeah. We interacting with the fans and, you know, it's getting, it's not as volatile as you would online. You get to meet people, get to, you know, get the humor that someone's not being, just <laughs> being abrupt. And get to hear everyone's ideas. Yeah, good discussions without yes. it getting to the point, well, yes. oh, you're a poopy head, you know, that type of nonsense. <laughs> I mean, and one thing that came out of, uh, in our discussions there was that when, a, when the question was asked, oh, what did they think about Suicide Squad? Oh, oh. Four out of five people <laughs> said they liked the film. Mm, you know? I'd say I mean, three out of five. Clearly, he can't count, but you know, I can. And four See, I, I know these type of questions. It's like these polls you come over here, and it just depends on how you word the question. See, I'm pretty certain he went up to everyone and said, "Did you like Margot Robbie and Suicide no, Squad?" Said, hey, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He, he said, "Yeah, that was a, that was a plus, baby, a plus." <laughs> Well, he he also was like, you know, let me take a picture of you. Oh, everything is nice. What do you think about Suicide Squad? It was real awkward. I was like, oh, how's this going? Like, oh, no, I liked it. Oh, one person in the group. Oh, yeah, I liked it. I, one person? There was many people who When said. the last we saw, the last group we saw, there was I one guy. So you butted everybody up, then you asked them, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was so, saying. Oh, how you look? Yeah, yeah, great shots. Everybody looks so nice. What do you think of Suicide Squad, huh? <laughs> I don't want to say anything negative now. You know, you may not publish the picture. Okay. That's true. <laughs> but hey, I, I'm trying, what, I mean, it was, uh, one of the good things I like about this con this time was that they had the 18th floor. Yes. They had the artist there, and they also had the cosplay room. But they did and, that every year. Well, you know, I I've never really had the opportunity to to. to this is the first year I needed to go upstairs because there was so much talent. Mm. Yeah, yeah it was, this is the first year. I actually, and when he says talent, there's the pictures you're gonna see. You're gonna see some talent. Talent. <laughs> you know, Barbara Eden was there too. Yeah, I mean, yeah I wish I got. Yeah. Is she gonna be there again tomorrow? She gonna? Oh, she's gonna be there. I'm gonna go tomorrow. May, uh, wow. Tomorrow yeah. may go again. I wanted to. She was like right next to me. Mm. 
And I want to take a picture, but she was like trying to, there was like two guys like walking her wherever she was going to. So I can understand. I don't know. Anytime that happens, you go over to, can I please take a picture? They will say yes. <laughs> they always say yes because those handlers and everything, they're put there so they don't get mobbed mm -hmm. by people. Mm -hmm. But they're usually there because they understand. Barbara Eden uh, and people of her ilk understand how much that she's able to do this because she has these lifelong fans who just want to say hello or take a picture, okay, or shake her hand. And they understand, and they've gotten to the point where they've understand it because they've embraced the fact that this is what they're really popular for. She's been cool. She's cool like that. Some of the other ones are nasty, but they usually don't come out to the cons or they're the ones who they come out, damn, you know, life didn't go well. I got to keep selling this signature over here, yeah. so on and so forth. You know, but the other ones are really cool. Anything that happens, I always just go say, look, can I just get a minute? They always give me the minute. They always give me the minute. I want to big up Tymac. He was there from Last Dragon. I did Last not get a chance. Dragon? He was there. I wanted to go try him, but we didn't have time. Well, I can't. You know I don't say anything, say anything too much bad about him. My wife is a big fan, so that's her other man. Sorry mm -hmm. to say it. So, <laughs> so Time Act, sorry I wouldn't get a chance to stop by, but, yo, you, you know, Last Dragon is one of my favorite movies. I wanted to say hello. I'm just... I just have too much trepidation about it. Yeah. I can't do it. They had the WWE girl there, one of the mm. former um, um, divas. Yeah, you know, I can say some stuff. For Conan. Who I don't know her name. I didn't know her name. Ashley? I wasn't 100% sure, but she was a, a bunch of guys there. And Roy Thomas mm. was only, uh, I mean... I did not think that that many people were going to come out for Roy Thomas. Jim Lee, I could understand. Mm -hmm. I thought there would be more people for Starenko than were actually there. Mm. Roy Thomas, forget about it. These guys are coming out of the woodwork. For it's like Conan. every Conan book in New York City was there that day. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. So, I mean, is he going to be there tomorrow? Are you there? He was one day only. One, one day, day only. only. Oh, I mean, one thing we saw people lugging around the Marvel 75th anniversary book yes you know i mean these things are humongous mm. i mean they're it's like gigantic yeah, yeah, easy, easy this this big this thick amazing amazing impressive you have to use a cart to move it around wow. you know but it's, a, it's definitely a solid book because it actually goes through like the older history so it's a ton of like stuff from the 40s and it's like even though like you know it's hard to handle it's hard to pick up but sometimes you just got to take it out and go through it, and I'm going to read a couple chapters and look at the pictures, but all that stuff has been restored in the book, and it looks gorgeous. So yeah. I was jealous seeing those guys, but I didn't think of it. But then I had to carry that along with all the How much did that go for? Like uh, on Amazon, it's like 116 Yeah, okay. But, you know, some of these guys have strength. It's a nice book, Royal but... Product. You know? At the end of the day, I mean, I've collected a lot of stuff, and then at the end of the day, I stay away from those books. After a while, I was like, okay, how do I store this? What kind of and, fan and then it's so, it's so big. What kind of fan? I know you it's so big. After a while, it's just gonna what stick. Kind of fan are I can you? store them. I can store them. I got a short oh box right gosh. here. You want to see it? How you want to be books, it on camera? How many? Books it's too big. It's too big. It's too big. It's a storyteller. Come on. Oh, I've been to your place. I've seen you running out of room on your own bookshelf. Okay. One room. No, it's just like I look at it's like how am I gonna store this? And then you know what? It just stays in the box because I can't do anything with you it. Can do. You take it out, then you, you might, you know, it could get, you know, messed up. So keep all the artist editions eventually I'll piled get a, up this high. Eventually I get a bigger, <laughs> no, yeah, and then your wife comes in, why do you have all these books? You never read them. You can't be, th they're just over here. But Sell them. Is one more going to like, exactly, one, one more. more. Yes. One more. Can't do it. Come on, they're doing the artist edition of Kirby's Fantastic Four. I'll do it digital and then I'll have oh. a volumetric screen where I can just make it big like this, no. you know, with hard light. Oh. <laughs> Digital. No. That's a good question. So how can you get an artist to sign a digital copy? They can't. Exactly. Wow. Could they be like a stamp, like a watermark stamp or something like that? No, that's like easily faked. You can't yeah. do that. I'm just trying to say, I think if there was a way to somehow sell an electronic version of it yeah. and have the, make it an, an official artist version. But the whole point of the signing no. is uh, no, also... 
the selling, right? Well, can you talk about the aspect of how these are, because these are authentic signatures right. that are happening. Can you explain that whole process about getting the signature? You want to you get the uh, signature on the book so you can sell it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like flipping a book like some guys will flip houses. You go, let's say you bought a, whatever, let's say you want us to get Stan Lee to sign a book. So you go, you get Spider-Man 300, okay? Stan Lee had nothing to do with that book. But Stan Lee's signature will sell a book. So you go, you have Stan Lee sign it. It depends on which house you're with. You can be with CGC or CBCS, but somebody has to witness Stanley actually signing that book. That book is then brought back to one of those two respective grading companies. You wait, you fill out the form, it's taken, and then it's given a particular label that says, yes, this book was, this is authentic. The signature is authentic, it was witnessed, and it increases the price of the book, in some cases exponentially, sometimes astronomically. A book that might have sold for $100 could sell for three, $400, okay? You know, it depends on the book. But not every, I mean, to be honest, they, they have glutted the market with signature books. Mm -hmm. I saw one book that was, it had five signatures on it. It was a book, an Incredible Hulk book. It was signed by, like, Peter David, Todd McFarlane, Lou Ferrigno. Yes. You know, and yeah. I, was, I was looking, it had five different signatures on it. And when I looked for how much it sold, I said, unless all these signatures were free, what was the sense in getting all of these signatures <laughs> on the book? You got to pay for that, right? Yeah, you have to pay for it. And then when you have to grade the book, you have, you, the cost of the book, the cost of the grading, the cost of the signatures. And I said, okay, I was doing the math. And then I looked for what it sold for. I was like, unless those signatures were free and you bought this book when it first came out, what was the sense in it? I mean, and Stan Lee, could, I mean, Stan Lee will put his signature on Action Comics 1 at the end of the day. So, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, Stan <laughs> could do that. You don't talk to Stan about what no, he I'm, signed. No, I'm joking. Stan, Stan, Lee wouldn't do, Stan Lee wouldn't do that. Yeah, Neil, no, he might Neil, do Neil, that. No, Neil Adams okay. would do it. Neil Adams would do it. But, you know, a lot of these... Happened. It's like Neil Adams' happened. signature. Neil Adams' signature has been used so much that the value of it is so down because he oh, signed yeah. everything. Wow. The only stuff that you can get from Neil Adams where it would still have value is his uh, the Green Lantern run, uh, the stuff he did with Denny uh, Neil on Batman. Those things are solid. But everything... I mean, he is... You the X-Men Nah, I mean, it, it, besides the value that they already are. Those two runs, because those things were seminal runs for those characters. And, you know, the whole thing with Batman, like, really brought him back to, they, everybody said that he was brought back to his roots. Uh, the Green Lantern, Green Arrow run was, you know, supposed to be, like, it was, like, really, like, a time strike thing where they're looking and they're, they're dealing with all these social, you know, social things to the point that, you know, Marvel can't stop doing it now, you know, kind of stems from that. So those things signed actually do pretty well. But, like, the only, I think the only interior he did with Superman was Superman versus Muhammad Ali. You would think that, okay, if you have that treasury book and it's signed, you got a really good thing there, it's a nominal move, it's a nominal move up there because his signature is so far out there. Stan Lee's, I mean, Stan Lee, uh, unless you think of Stan as Funky Flashman, Stan Lee's signature is the gold standard when it comes to signatures, so it's a different thing. But that's pretty much like flipping a book, which I don't advocate. Okay, if you're going to stand on, if you're going to stand online, I mean, some people do it for business, but if you're going to stand online to get a signature, at the very least, have something for your own collection. Because it's a long time to wait simply because you want to double your money on something, mm -hmm. and it's a shot, in, and it's still a shot in the dark because you got to wait for the grading. It's much more rewarding when, like, I had my copy of Superman 400 signed. That's coming with me. That's going to stay in my own personal collection, and it has that much. It has that much more meaning. Those are the, for me, those are the important signatures. The okay. guys who are flipping are. Sorry, is that gonna? That's gonna be graded though when you get that Superman four hundred S. Yeah, but I mean that's not even gonna come back. It's not gonna even come back a perfect grade because that book has like a fingerprint on the back that you know somebody held on to it, so you can't get out of it. It lowers the grade. Fingerprint is who? 
Starenko. Starenko. He was. We, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were going through the comic. <laughs> we, we were over there. Starenko's like you know holding the comic, you know flapping it, like going like you know like all oh, this with it. And I'm sitting over there. Oh, 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 oh. It'll be the first fingerprint market. It'll be a fingerprint market. This is actually Starenko's fingerprint. I was like, think, that's what I'll do from now on. Like push a finger, way <laughs> down, push it down. Little I'm sitting. The money going down. Like, he's, the, the whole the whole time he's doing this, he's telling this really great story, and I'm really trying I to keep. Tell, yeah. I'm really trying to keep it together. Yeah. I'm like, I'm enjoying the story, but at the same time, I was like, no, the comic, no, the comic. They finally put the comic down, and I was like, okay, let me just take it out of your hands. Well, put it back talking, in the bag. Starenko's talking, and he's just sort of, you see him like, this is so <laughs> put it in here and go over here. Oh. So then I was like, but no, was I, then I had, I had to get a, I had to get a, I wanted to get a little poster. He or jumped the line. I didn't, I was he in line and I was paying. I had the money. Oh. I had to help out. I How long was that line you were on for Sharenko? It must have been at least an hour and a half. Now, I wasn't there for an hour. <laughs> it was a long time. I was there a long time. I wasn't there for an hour. The CGC line was long. What was the longest line? It wasn't a... No, Jimmy Jim line? But that was no, actually, time. it was Starenko. Starenko was the longest line. Because he, sat, he took the time to talk with people. Starenko yeah, yeah, was the longest line. He talked really long to everyone, not just us. Yeah. Jim talked. Lee, but they policed Jim Lee very well. They, were, they weren't trying to police Starenko. With Jim Lee, they were like, look, guys, you get two signatures, and you're getting off the line. <laughs> Don't try to do this. Don't try to do that. So, 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 hey, didn't I get off the line. <laughs> get off the line. So that brings up something. Now, Stan Lee, he, he became ill, so he wasn't able to come in. Mm. Then all of a sudden, Jim Lee showed up. Is that because Marvel is... is no, no, that? that's Mike Carbonaro. Oh, he was able to bring in Jim Lee. Off Stan of Lee, uh, um, my thing is like, because Jim Lee doesn't live in New York, so that means he had to get on a flight. Oh, he's not from California. Well, he had to get on a flight. He had to get on a flight to come out over to come out over here, and that means he had to get on the flight yesterday so he could get out here. So either Stan Lee wasn't feeling well for a couple of days, and they said, well, look, Jim, can you be our go-to guy if necessary? Right. Or, you know, Carbonaro called him like, look, Stan Lee's not coming. I need you to come out because, you know, this is like gonna be really disappointing to yeah. the fans, but at the in the same breath, the fact that he was able to replace, you know, top talent with top, top talent, talent, yeah, and you know, again, like you know, no, one of the things a lot of times the smaller cons don't have is the organization. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't seem like anybody knows what's going on. You know, everybody, hey, you got your wristband, yeah, whatever, go ahead, kid. Mm -hmm. But when he did that right over there, that's a really big sign of professionalism for a con because. Nobody, nobody lost out. Nobody mm -hmm. lost out. It's like if you came for Stan Lee, or you were gonna come for Stan Lee. Hey, no problem. You could have got these books signed. But you know, Jim Lee is here. Most guys have some Jim Lee stuff. You come over there, and Jim Lee's signature was free. Okay, mm -hmm. Stan, you would have had to pay for, it, but Jim Lee's signature was free. So it would have been, you know, been a, it was a really, it was a cool move. That's a, uh, that's. A, I mean, that last bit would be looking at those books signed, those Jim Lee books. Like they had books that I had, and it's just like the condition. These fans and these guys who are also selling or making profit, it's just amazing to see a comic book in that. So the books I had, like X-Men number four that Jim Lee did, looking at that comic, it's like, oh my God, you just have to make the decision never to open it. It's got to <laughs> oh, be buy two comics. Yeah, That's buy the two comic thing, yeah. That's how I don't have it. enough money to buy two comics, everything. But now that, it's, now that it's digital, a lot of the stuff, like, I'll put the book away and I'll read the... But there's some, like, I want to touch it. I want to hold it in my hands. I want to flip the pages. I don't want the screen to be the medium. I want my own eyes to be the medium for how I absorb it. It's, you know, it, it depends. It's, it's, it's dodgy because... Do you agree with that, yeah. uh, Professor BX? You yeah. want to actually touch it? Or yeah, you, totally. Just, or legit, or is no, it electronic or not? No, it's, it's something about just having it and seeing the colors and even the, like, the comic books that have the older print before they all got smoothed out and digitalized and stuff like that. Nah, I'm analog all the way. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
I don't know what to say. So about what that. else do you? What do you feel about it? Well, this is uh, my second year at the at the Big Apple Comic Con, and I was pretty. Last year, I somehow I thought it was a little bit more crowded, probably the way that it was all set up and stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? But um, this year was wasn't bad at all. I thought there was a little bit more space to people walk <laughs> around than the, than the year we were before, and I liked it. It was um, pretty good, and I think that as long as we continue to go to these cons because this is what you guys want, giving you the pictures of the cosplay and explaining to you what's going on. I think we'll continue to do it, okay? Well, this is Spinner Rack Out. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? I think that's it, right? That's right. We had a great time. Hey, everybody in? Everybody in? Oh. Everybody in? Put your hand on. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh!